Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all-day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in, and we have a guest host. Tanya is out of town, but I have found a redeemable co-host for the week. We have Caitlin Bristow scrubbing in. Scrubbing in. I now know what scrubbing in means. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny because most of them listen to Off the Vine. So yeah, yeah, they're all they're all a, a part of our family. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, we're just one so big weird family. This crossover was bound to happen at some point. It's a r- 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 remix. Good <laughs> we're one. Scrubbing off the vine. Scrubbing off the vine. I like that. We uh, should do this more often. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just saying, like you've been on, you've been making like the podcast rounds this week. So I feel like you've probably talked about a lot of different things with them, but we're going to make this unique to today's podcast. Yep. To scrubbing off the vine. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be unique. It's going to be different. We're going to make some headlines. It's going to be a party. I'm, I'm going to have TMZ just like article after article. All over you. Well, that's the thing. It's so funny because I'm like... I kind of got into a place where I was like, I'm not really ever a guest on people's podcast. And then the news comes out and I'm like, oh, I get to make my rounds again. 
know. Well, I mean, you it was like back to back to back, all this exciting stuff happening for you. It's like you come out with a single, like your your season re-airs, then you're announced on that episode to be on Dancing with the Stars. Like there's a lot happening in your world. <laughs> I know. I feel like I've done a lot of what I like to call uh, universe walks where uh, I take the dogs on a walk late at night. Sometimes I put wine in my to-go cup and I just speak to the universe and ask for things that I want. Did you, I mean, realistically, because we've had so many conversations, I mean, going back to post-bachelorette about you being on Dancing with the Stars and them not giving you the opportunity and then this like full circle I mean how many years has it been since that it was five years it was I mean yeah five years ago and it's funny because I still have the casting director's number in my phone and so the last text that I sent her when she was she wrote me and she was like finally we can talk about this and blah blah and I looked at my last text was really <laughs> Nick <laughs> Because I was told, no, no, Caitlin, you're not going on the show. And nobody from our franchise is going to go on Dancing with the Stars anymore. And then sure enough, Nick weasels his way into <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. And my text was just like, really, Nick? Well, I remember, I like, it's so funny, you know, thinking about the call of when you became The Bachelorette and knew that it was going to be you and Brit and how, like, weird that was, like... I was not like mentally in a good place to be told that. <laughs> I was not ready for that bomb to be dropped on me. Yeah. And then after the season being like so excited with the opportunity that maybe you could, you know, because that had happened for the bachelors, right? No, no bachelorette has had been. Well, Trista did. She was the very first season, but they were like trying, not that she didn't deserve it. She fully does. I feel like she still does, but they were trying to like, it was the first season of Dancing with the Stars. So it was like, you know, ABC and ABC and they like um, wanted to create some hype around it. But I think she sadly didn't last very long. And I feel like she's a yeah, good dancer. Well, yeah. Cause she was a, wasn't she a cheerleader or a dancer for a professional yeah. team? Yeah. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe she did make it far. But for some reason, I remember her saying she didn't. But I'll have to fact but check that one. After that, it wasn't until Hannah, right? Right. Yeah. It's so crazy because, I, I, yeah, I and mean, it made so much sense for you to go in that role because you are a, a dancer. Right. Yeah, they did. Sean Lowe, um, Chris Souls, Nick. Um, I know that they also I think they gave the opportunity to Ben, but they also said like, oh, you or you could have your own reality show with Lauren. So I think that oh, was the route they took. Yeah. Um, and then I actually just remember this. This I mean, this was the least they could have done for Melissa Rycroft, but she <laughs> got dumped on national television and picked and then she got to go on Dancing with the Stars and she was a dancer. Actually, she won the all star season. Wait, and then wasn't she a host on Dancing with the Stars? Didn't she host or something? I don't know. I remember her being involved. Maybe she was just on the all-star season, but I mean, I, I'm excited because I feel like we might have back-to-back -back bachelorette winners. Oh my gosh. I want to like keep the, the torch alive, like pass me the torch. I'll take it for you. Um, I, I keep telling myself because I like to, um, self, um, sabotage. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So I keep being like, well, there's no way they're going to allow two back-to-back -back bachelorettes to win. And Jason's like, maybe people don't see you as bachelorette anymore. Maybe you're like the podcast host or other things. And I was like, 
I'm still just started like that's how I got my start and everything and so I keep telling myself all these lies in my head about how I'm not gonna win because that's just makes it, it softens the blow when I don't win <laughs> I, when I go home night one for being the drunk girl <laughs> I just started um I just started therapy a couple weeks ago which has been great and um she was she's been talking to me about like having realistic expectations but not making them like negative, but also not expecting too much out of people in general. So I, I don't, I don't think you should go into it with that mindset, but just be like, I'm going to crush it. I'm a dancer. I have a chance to win this and I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, that's what I'm, I'm trying to have that mentality. I too, I actually came from my therapist to this podcast right oh, now. Great. And so I had the same conversations with her about like my negative self-talk and how I like, this is what Caitlin does. <laughs> um, I do this like in anything exciting for, I just, I'm like, worst case scenario, that's, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, well, that way I don't disappoint myself. I know. And, I know. but yeah, I have to have a, a better attitude going in, but I figured out what in, uh, Enneagram number are you? I'm a nine, like fully. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> okay. I think I know a little bit about nines. That's not horrible. I mean, there's horrible for horrible. each number. I just but. take on, I ha I like want to make sure everyone's pleased with me and happy. It's like exhausting. It, it has its amazing quality. Like I, you know, I'm happy to be a nine, but it is right now, especially lately, it's been exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, so because there's always like, you know, the impaired way of thinking and the healthy way of uh -huh. thinking and whatever. And I am like, I am a three and a four, which is really not good because that just means I'm like, like I lay all of my emotions out on the table and I'm also like super competitive as part of it. So I'm like, okay, that will be good for dancing. I'm, <laughs> But like, she's like, yeah, but like maybe in a healthy way, could you be competitive? And I was like, no. I hate anyone who beats me. Uh, no, but I'm trying to learn more about my, being a three of four. I'm a four with a three wing, but like a strong three Wait, wing. Wait, so what is, is three, which one's three? The achiever. And then what's four? I don't know, the emotional disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm gonna Google it. Wait, so you're a three wing four? No, I'm a four wing with a three oh, wing. Oh, four with a three wing. I don't know if I know what my, does everyone have a wing? Everyone has a wing, oh, I think. I wonder what my, I feel, I'm so competitive. So I almost feel like I might be a three, three wing. Fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved, which is like not really me. I'm not reserved. Well, maybe I can be. They're emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but also can be moody and self-conscious. And that, that's me. I feel like you're sensitive though. I'm very yeah. sensitive. I, I almost feel, cause I'm, I'm really sensitive too. And I, also feel like about you like you have to develop a thicker skin or you won't survive <laughs> like it's it's really dark sometimes it's so dark it's so dark that's that's what I'm a little bit worried about as um we were talking about like my fears of going back on tv and I said I'm just like over people being so critical for no reason like I understand if you're like oh I didn't think you danced the greatest tonight but like still wishing mm -hmm. you good luck okay mm -hmm. that's fine I can handle that but when you're like ew you look disgusting eat a cheeseburger and blah 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 like and they're just harsh and they're like 
if they say harsh words, I'm like, that really hurts my feelings. Well, I mean, yeah, even, but even to me, even though, to me, I'm like, why do you even have to say, I don't think you danced your best? Like, what does that benefit from a stranger to a stranger? And they're clearly just trying to get to me. So why do <laughs> I let them have that power? I'm not too sure. Like, it's, I don't know. It's all crazy. But it's, that was one of my fears of going back on. And I'm just like trying to work on like letting that crap go because I go through phases where sometimes it like it could I laugh at it. I think it's hilarious. It's probably when I'm on my period or something, but it's like I laugh at it. And then other times I'm like sick to my stomach about it. I know. And it like I I had a conversation with someone yesterday and it literally through the night. I finally just had to like take CBD to chill out because I couldn't. I, I was so anxious about this one conversation. And I was like, why do I let people that don't know me or that I don't really like need or care about their opinion why do I let it take over my brain like that it's so it's such an easy question to ask why but it's so hard to like then practice like letting yeah. it go what does your therapist say about that <laughs> <laughs> you just send me a list for next time yeah. uh yeah she's my therapist is hilarious because she's like she she just like cuts to the core and she just gets to the point like she just, she just says something like, Caitlin, those people like, you know, the obvious, those people are so sad and like, they're just looking for anything. You're this like, no, I'm not going to pump my own tires, but they're like, you're, you've got this going yeah. on and this and this and this. Yeah. And they're literally just sitting at home wishing they had what you had. It's the only reason they come after you like that. Like there's no other reason. Yeah. And so it's like, why don't we just yeah. feel sorry for them and be like, can we just give you like a social distance hug, like air hug? I, yeah, because really, if you just gave them a 30 second hug, I think it's a 30 seconds that like releases whatever it is in a hug that calms you down. If they could just feel a, you know, hug from the screen. But I do have to say, I feel like um, just this past year, how long have you been with Jason? A year and a half. Okay. I have seen like such a, difference in just like your confidence and who you are as a person that I didn't even realize it wasn't there until I saw it again because I saw it when I was with you on the show I saw it through like bachelorette and post show but then there was just this time and I mean I would get messages all the time of people being like are you and Caitlin still friends like what's the deal why don't y'all ever like associate with each other talk and it was weird because like we didn't talk a lot and it was just kind of like we didn't have this connection I guess that we had had and I didn't know where you were in your relationship with Sean at the time or what but I do feel like you're just like happy and there's this confidence and effortlessness about who you are as a person which is I, I mean I it's so cool to see from someone yeah thanks for saying that because I think I kind of pushed away a lot of friendships or like was just kind of uh, it's the same thing for me I didn't realize how miserable I really was or how like out of touch I was with myself and my confidence until um and I'm, I'm not trying to obviously blame Sean but I think that was a big part of I felt a lot of shame in the last few years from the show I felt a lot of insecurities I didn't feel safe in the relationship I was like constantly working on myself constantly going to therapy to like try and not feel those things but I'm obviously coming home to them all the time and and then I'm the kind of person that uh I'm not I don't think with logic so 
if he's going to be a certain way, I'm going to meet him in his unhealthy way oh, of thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to meet him there. Yeah. Instead of just yeah. like thinking with logic, I react with emotion and I'll meet him wherever he was. And he was the same thing with me. And that obviously doesn't work. And just from like, you know, it's three and a half years of feeling shame and like I don't deserve love from him. And I knew that wasn't right, but that's constantly what I was feeling for three and a half years. And I do think I was starting to go down that whole road that I've been down before of losing myself and trying to rely on somebody else for my happiness. So I think once that you you rid yourself of that kind of energy and you see your potential, it was crazy how many things kind of just fell into place once that was that energy was gone. Yeah. I do you feel like that was ha- like that happened because of how like when your season aired, your whole storyline and then the next stuff was so controversial. And then people kind of put this like label on you. And then I feel like, did did you carry that into the relationship? And you just felt like you couldn't escape with that? Like, because you had so much success and people loved you. Like it was, it's hard to imagine you feeling like you didn't deserve love because you were so loved from not just the audience, but like everyone who knows you. So it's, it's interesting to know that you went into that relationship never having that like feeling like you deserved it or that you were caught up, if that makes sense. I never felt like I deserved it. Like, or I think I knew deep down I did, but I never was made to feel like I deserved that. It was, it was always like, how could you? And why would you? And I would never do that. And like, always like for three and a half years it was it was a lot of that so um but I I didn't even feel like loved by other people though because I got I think the hate was so loud after my season because of the controversy controversy (laughs) controversy but it's crazy because they really did make the whole storyline like Caitlin Nick Caitlin Nick and Sean and that was it took away from a lot of like really special moments with the person I end up getting engaged to Mm -hmm. and so um I it's just interesting because I said this to Nick and Sean would hate this but I find it so true um is that I think because Ben and Ben was right there you know in the top three and I've said many times that I actually at one point felt stronger for Ben than I did for Nick and whatever and Sean was good friends with Ben so I think I think they just saw a lot of each other like I thought Nick saw himself in Sean and Sean saw himself in Nick and I think that's why they they butt heads and it made me angry because I'm like I don't even think this is about me anymore I don't even think I have anything to do with this it's it's about you guys and I'm just to blame yeah well you were like an easy target to blame because you were I was a very easy target in that position but it is funny because my like I have some friends who love The Bachelor and they're you're like their number one they loved you they loved your season they loved because you kind of paved the way for for everyone to have a stronger voice as a female lead, you know, like it's always hard being the first one. And I I read a quote the other day that was like, it's always hard being the one to break the, um, being the first one to break the patterns. You know, I think it was Mm -hmm. a lot, it was speaking about like family patterns and stuff like that, but it's so true. Like being the first one to pave the way is not, it's not I didn't even realize what I was doing. It's like it, I didn't realize how, I mean, it wasn't easy during the filming, but it really wasn't easy after everything had happened. And it was, it's just so funny to remember being so bullied online for having sex into like, 
Hannah and people raising the roof and celebrating her. And that's what, and that made me happy because some people were tweeting me being like, oh my gosh, is, does this make you so mad like that you didn't get this kind of treatment? I was like, no, this makes me happy. This means people are evolving and like people watching are being more accepting. And it means that I had a, um, a part in that uh-huh. and that makes me so happy. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, I think a lot of, that's how, I mean, that's how I viewed it when I started thinking about, especially rewatching your season on the recap. It was like, oh, wow, this was the kind of the start of, of kind of a woman feeling empowered on the show when it's never felt that way before. Yeah, but you know what? I actually felt a little bit empowered by Andy watching her season because she was kind of like a no, it's not okay. Like, and she kind of put her foot down and she was kind of a badass. And I remember thinking, oh, that's cool. I don't don't feel like they usually like girls like that. And I was kind of like going into my season. I'm like, well, maybe they, maybe I will have a chance because I'm pretty edgy. (laughs) Well, I did. I, I, the first season I ever watched was Chris's season that we were on. So I, I should go back and watch those episodes because I love Andy. You're missing some good TV. A tough cookie. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. 
Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. So you and Sean both live in Nashville. You're with Jason. Do y'all ever run into each other? We have never won. What would you do? <laughs> I, I play this scenario in my head more than I should because, first of all, I think... And again, I'm not trying to speak for him and I don't know, but I truly think he's just will never understand me or respect certain decisions. And I think he's just going to hold on to anger with me. Um, That's how I feel. So I would be nervous because I would probably be play nice. And and even though he hurt me so terribly and things I've never even talked about, it's just I, I hold anger too, but I know if I saw him, I wouldn't be able to be like, nah. I just, I, that's just not me. Yeah. So I feel like I would hope his dog, his new puppy was with him because that would be a good distraction. The dog's <laughs> so cute. So cute. And I just want to be like, hey, like, this is obviously weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to even act right now. This is super weird. But like, I, I'm so sorry about Tucker and I'm so glad you have a new pup. Oh. Like, that's probably what I would try and yeah. say. Yeah. I know Tucker, that was, I, I thought, I was like, I know this is like horrible for him. I just, having Phoebe for only three years now, I can't even imagine. And both of you were so just like in love with him. So I'm happy that he has a new little buddy. But I always think about that, like when exes live in the same city, which Nashville, although is a big city, it's a small circle. Everyone goes to the same spots, but I just, I mean, COVID has helped everything with that, but I just haven't really gone out and about and like done a lot of stuff. I feel like I've kind of just been like either on a plane or somewhere else, or if I'm home, I like I'm staying home to recharge my batteries. But yeah, yeah, it is still weird that it's been a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah, I did not. I thought it had, I didn't even realize it had been a full year of you being with Jason. Wow. It's crazy. I don't even know the last time. I mean, I, I've said this on a couple of podcasts because again, I'm just bitter, but um, like when Tucker passed, obviously I was just devastated for him because that, that was just like his absolute best friend. And I thought for sure he would have reached out to me to like say, 
either hey we're putting him down or hey I didn't want you to have to find this out through Instagram or something but I can't hold that against him because everybody grieves so differently and I don't think I'd want to talk to anybody Mm -hmm. in the world if I lost one of my dogs because I would just be so like not okay but I did reach out to him and said like I am so sorry if like you need to talk I'm like I'm I'm devastated I can't imagine how you feel and then nothing he didn't write me back he wrote my cleaning lady back saying thank you he loves spending time with you and I'm like (laughs) cleaning lady come on now (laughs) Tucker loved what she did to the place he loved how yeah. she clean. <laughs> really kept it, yeah. you know, I mean, it's true. It's like, and there might be so many, like, emotional memories tied to you and Tucker. So, you know, it may just have been. I might be being a little selfish just because I love that dog. Yeah, so I know you did. You got two. They're on your pajamas right now. You're two dogs. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I I mean, I I was always like, I'll never love a dog like Tucker. And then now I'm like, even I, I don't know. I'm like a crazy person wearing dogs <laughs> on my pajamas. Like... <laughs> Am I even okay? I can't wait to get the name of that company and get my own Phoebe. Um, um, So are you, like with music, because now you're going to move out to LA for Dancing with the Stars. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, I would love to be like, can't wait to see you, but I know that schedule. So TBD. Um, But hopefully you can come to like a live taping or something. Yeah, I hope they do live tape things. Um, But are you writing music? Like, what's what's the plan moving forward with that? Yeah, you know what's funny is, I mean, you know, Turd, Uncle Turd, (laughs) um, Todd, producer from The Bachelor World. He he reached out to me just saying, like, I have a really good friend who's like an insane producer in LA for music. If you ever come out this way, so I got that guy's information, and I'll. I mean, I don't know if I'll have time to do anything with music while I'm out there, but. I mean, it's always good to even just meet up with somebody. I'm I'm very new to the world of music. It's not like I'm in the industry by any means. So I would like to just learn more about it and and what I should be doing. But um, I've I just I mean in Nashville it's so easy. I'm I'm friends with so many songwriters and singers, and I've just found myself being like, well, I love to sing, and I always have, and I've been taking voice lessons since I moved here, with no real plan or anything, just like because I love it yeah. so much. And, um, so yeah, after I, I mean, I've, I have a few songs recorded and after I released that one, I was like, oh, people like it. <laughs> I said, okay. I, I, I sing it all the time because I talk to myself sometimes. And for some reason, when I'm talking to myself, my internal dialogue, I'll, if I'm being honest, is like something I say all the time. And then I, I find myself being like, if I'm being, you know, it just continuously happens. <laughs> I know it's a catchy line like just that that saying like it's something I say all the time too so and that's funny that you said you have an inner dialogue because I do too and did you know that some people don't at all I thought I was someone who didn't I didn't understand what they were talking about and then just recently I found myself doing it all the all day every day I'm having inner dialogue I do it too all the time and I'll even like crack jokes with Me myself too. and like laugh out loud <laughs> and and my in in my head I think of how much I do it and then I think of the people who don't have it is it just peaceful and quiet or is it static what is yeah. it or do they hear other people yeah. like talking to them like other people's voices I don't know because I kind of like that I have the inner dialogue because otherwise I feel like that silence would scare me. <laughs> no, sometimes I like silence, but um, like last night I would have loved some silence. But um, 
Yeah. It's- Last night I had a tiny bit of anxiety and um, I had a little tiny ounce of chocolate whiskey and I felt great. Wait, what's that? It was so good. It's um, um, bird dog whiskey. They have like different flavors like peach and um, strawberry and chocolate and blackberry. And I had like just honestly, it was like the smallest little sip of chocolate whiskey. And for some reason, it just calmed me down. It was like a little treat. Wow. I need to get some. I normally just have an edible, but sometimes it's like two. I don't know. Okay. Those are legal there. Dang it. I can't get those. Oh, well, you'll be in LA soon. I know because they help me sleep so much. They help so much because my anxiety comes at night. Are you like that too? I, I take, I normally will take a half of like a five. It's like two and a half milligrams. And then I, it just helps me like relax enough to just fall asleep without you know, thinking, but it's interesting because I used to be so against weed or smoking or anything. And, uh, I don't smoke, but I do, I do enjoy an edible here and there. So, but I got off topic. You surprised me with that one. I I know. I know. Honestly, (laughs) it's not bad that I take edibles. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like it's a bad, like if you think about it, drinking is way worse than edibles. I haven't drank in a while, but I feel so much I don't, I don't feel great if I drink too much, you know, so I just have found myself if I need to relax that if I don't want to do like a glass of wine, that just having half an edible just does the trick. Yeah. See, I wish because edibles, uh, it's, it's such a problem for me because I love wine, obviously. (laughs) Um, and a glass of wine, like a night just makes me feel so also relaxed or just good. Like it just makes me happy. But the problem is, I don't stop. I'm like, well, I'll probably have another glass. And then I'm like, and then I feel like crap the next day. I'm like, okay, Kaylin, you don't need to drink a bottle. Just because you have a wine label doesn't mean you need to drink the whole bottle every night. Like we get it. You're supporting yourself. I mean, you, I, I I got to try the uh, your wine when I did your podcast and it's quite delicious. And I'm not even really a, a red person. So. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Like the and red. I do appreciate that you um, like your reds chilled as well. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I'll even be classy and throw oh, ice cubes. Oh, me too. I love ice cubes. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not classy, but I just, you know, it's, it is what it is. I like it. So I do it. That's like my whole thing with having a wine label is I was like, I'm not a wine snob. Like I put ice cubes in my wine and I don't like somebody was like, she doesn't even know how to hold a wine glass properly. And I'm like, I don't even care to learn. Yeah. Like I just enjoy <laughs> wine. And that's what I want my audience to know too, or the people that are buying it. Like, you can hold your wine however you want. You can put it into a spritz for all I care. Cook with it. I don't care. Just buy my wine. It's fun. She doesn't even know how to help. I mean, like like we said, people have opinions about anything, everything. Um, wait, we got off topic. So you are writing music. Yes, I am writing music. I am going next week or maybe the week after that to record this new song that I've been working on. And it's so cute because I wrote it for Jason. And it's like everyone knows like the story about how we met like I had him on my podcast I friend zoned him I didn't think anything of it because I was going through something and then I just continued to start talk or continued to keep talking to him and then I realized I had feelings for him and that's never happened to me usually I know right off the bat um but every time I like talked about him or with him I just always was like man he's gonna be so good for somebody like whoever gets him is so lucky and so I wrote a, a song called um 
good for somebody. I'm like, wait, what did I call it? Um, it's called good for somebody. And it's basically about like how he's going to be good for somebody. And I sing about how he's going to treat her like a queen. And then how I didn't even realize that it was going to be Aww. me. And it's so cute. And like I told Jason about it. I showed him a little bit, but I didn't show. I showed. So I wrote with this girl named Rachel Womack and I showed her singing it because I want to wait until he hears me singing it for like the first time. Oh, so did, does he know the lyrics yet? Oh, yeah. He sings them all around <sighs> the house every day. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Love when a song's, you know, it's, a, it's such an ego boost when a song is written about you. He didn't even know I was upstairs the other day and he was like, I'm going to be good for somebody. <laughs> like he was like jamming it and I was like, I can hear you. <laughs> it's so cute because I, I love that you, cause when you met him, had they announced The Bachelor yet? Because he was kind of in the running for that, right? Yeah, he was in the running. I wanted it to be him for The Bachelor so bad. And it was him, uh, either him, Colton, or Blake. And they chose uh, Colton. But you met Jason after they had already announced Colton. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, so. very end of October. I, that would be so hard to meet someone that you like weirdly had a connection with, but you couldn't place the connection. And then everyone's wanting them to be the bachelor and you're like, yeah, me too. But then you're kind of like, do I want him to meet someone else? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it came. Cause then, I mean, he wasn't going to be the bachelor and he was like talking to another girl while we were talking and he was like sending me pictures of her. And I was like, bro, Oh, that's when, you know, if you have feelings for someone, yeah, that's kind of how I realized I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like she's dang. really cute. I don't want you to go on the date with her. <laughs> she was okay. Yeah. She's like a, Six. <laughs> She's like a soft six, I guess. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, that's when he knew too. He's like, oh, she has feelings for me. <laughs> Got her. I I um someone the other day was asking about um like bachelor stuff and I started thinking about I totally forgot when I snuck out of the hotel room and came all the way to yours the night that you went home. It's so funny because you were in so much trouble. I know. And I like really thought Megan, who was your producer, she, I thought that she, because, you know, like we were all really close and I thought that she wasn't going to wrap me out. <laughs> and so basically we were staying in this massive resort. Like I think the biggest resort I've ever been to Yeah, in Bali. and. Caitlin, we were in these, like, you know, you've seen the outfits. We were in these traditional, like, temple outfits. <laughs> and when they, because we didn't know each other's rooms or anything, but when the ladies came to fit me or style me for our, our outfits we had to wear. So I saw a piece of paper and it had um, Whitney and Caitlin's room numbers written down. And I just glanced and I was like, oh. That's good to know. Maybe I can call her later. Because we are not allowed to no, see each other. No, we're like supposed to hate each other, technically. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so we go to the rose ceremony and Caitlin whispers to me because I was like certain I was going home. And Caitlin goes, I was certain you were going home. <laughs> what did you say to me? I said, I said, it's okay. You're going to be the next bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> You, uh, you have bigger, better things coming your way. We're like, it'll all work out. Like, you'll be, you'll be fine. What an idiot. And I was like, well, I was kind of like, what is she talking about? And then, um, and then shockingly, Caitlin goes home and <laughs> shocking for everybody. <laughs> Most shocking rose ceremony ever. So that night I, I call her from my, um, 
like my room on the phone and she answered one of the producers answered I think Elon answered and he's like what are you doing like don't worry about it so then it like late late I snuck out and paint went across the whole resort we could not have been further from each other it was like a 20 minute walk for you yeah it was so, I was just like looking at the sights my um handler was passed out I was like a free bird could have done whatever I wanted <laughs> and I it does up. feel like you're so free when you're away from them you're like ah. <laughs> I'm like I'm my own person and I, I came to your room and then they immediately called the producers and I got escorted back. But it was so funny. Was I like, thought so Megan would let you stay too because well, I don't remember what phase I was in at that point in the night because I was so devastated for a while. I couldn't breathe crying. And then I think I like got, I was okay for a bit. And then I think after you left, I broke down again. <laughs> yeah, they like ripped me. They yeah. ripped me away. Which is so, so sad. Cool. I'm like, I'm already going home. Just let me have a hug. Yeah, all I was, I was like, I'm checking on my friend. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. So <laughs> we're <dumb>. fine. <laughs> yeah, I was not that fine. was so fun. I loved that whole season. It was and... so fun. Like, th like I looked, I look back on Bachelor with like the best memories, and then fast forward to the Bachelorette, and I was like, that was hell. <laughs> but Bachelor was so much fun. It's so funny because um, JoJo said the same thing. Like she was like. I, Bachelorette was just so exhausting. It was so emotionally draining. Like, obviously, I found Jordan and it was all worth it. But she was like, The Bachelor being on The Bachelor was so much more fun and lighthearted and more enjoyable than being the lead. How sad is it that we couldn't watch Chris Soul's season? No. I mean, I'm actually okay not watching it because I'm. Not. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I was so like. I guess, and maybe it was just my edit, but how I saw myself on there was like so soft and timid and just kind of like, I, d I didn't really like allow myself to open. I don't know. It was just not something I'd be like thrilled to watch again, but I would like to see all the memories with everybody else. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like we're obviously all such different people yeah. now than we were then. And if you were to ever go on again, obviously you're not going to, but if you were, do you think you would be more like, able to be yourself because do you feel like you did on Ben season like were you more able to open up because you were like oh this is my another another yeah because I I kind of knew what the process was like so I felt a little more comfortable like opening myself up and and realizing I think honestly watching how how you were on Chris's season and being like she was funny and sarcastic and it didn't get turned into like a villain character if that makes sense you yeah. know because that was my I was like I don't want to be too sarcastic or dry and be the villain and so I was kind of just like quiet and didn't really give the producers much to work with in that regard so I think I was able to um open up a little bit more on Ben season I I thought for sure I was going to be the villain on soul season because of my sense of humor like I was chirping everybody and just like saying whatever and then watching night one when I had I had a couple friends over and we're watching night one and I was like oh I don't like remember a lot of that because tequila was flowing and they didn't have the two drink limit and I was such a little snoot on it I was like yeah goodbye I means like see you never and then I was like yeah she's cool if you like elevator music and then I'm like picking up the first impression rose being like who thinks they deserve this and I'm like what the hell Kate you like, were like a firecracker like you who did I think I was I'll never that forget was weird. you talking about I can't remember who you who you were talking to but 
you either had had a dream about like masturbating or do you remember this you had like a dream i think i remember and we were sharing a room you had a dream about it and you were telling the producers about it and i was like yeah wow she's like so confident and comfortable with herself like that is I, I like couldn't, I was like, wow, I was. she's so like sure. And then you would like rap. I just thought you were like, so cool. All the producer, Louie was like in love with you. <laughs> I feel like it was Louie that got you in trouble. Megan and Louie, maybe, I don't know. I remember sitting um, on the balcony in Bali, like cutting Louie's hair. And I was like, does he have a cop on me? <laughs> I'm telling you. You. <laughs> I, that. I picked up on it that's funny yeah louie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, memories so when you come out here for um do you have a date for dancing with the stars i don't have one yet i mean i saw they posted on instagram saying like new season coming soon so i was like <laughs> um so i think like don't they usually start filming in september for um, the fall yeah that makes sense I'm I asking feel like you. that makes sense, though. I think that's the plan, but obviously they can't um, like say anything for sure right now because I swear to God, COVID, if you re ruin my chances again of going on Dancing with the Stars, I'm going to be like, universe, I thought we, we had to talk. Do you know anyone else who's on there? No, I was, the, I was the only one that's been announced. I don't know who else is wow, on. Wow, the Lone Ranger. I know, I am the Lone Ranger. I want to know who my competition is. Wait, who's your dream partner? Who, like, if you have, like, if you're watching, have, is there anyone where you're like, if I ever get to go on? I mean, Val seems to win a lot. So I like that. <laughs> and I don't really have a preference. I mean, obviously, my favorite would have been Derek mm -hmm. Huff if he was still there. Um, but he's not. I already asked if they could bring him in for one last season. <laughs> they said no. Um, <laughs> well, I think because he's doing that other World of Dance show. Um and so I don't know. I feel like Val and Val's wife said something to me like, oh, I hope you get my husband. And then I was like, OK, that'd be cool. And then we could oh, be yeah, friends. yeah. That's nice to have, have like that support. <laughs> yeah. Ex yes, exactly. I'm like and that's another reason timing like Jason's so excited for me to go on. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for being such a good human. He's just really he's very encouraging. And to be honest, when I first saw him, like on Instagram and stuff, I thought it was all just like a for Instagram. Yeah. Like, I was like, there's no way someone's that encouraging and like hyped all the time about everything. <laughs> I know. You know? But he every is. time I'm around him, he's just like, he's kind. He's, I love that he is like so, I loved his reaction when you found out about Dancing with the Stars. Like, it was as excited, if not more, than yours, you know? So it's really he like had the same reaction as me. Yeah. Did you did you think he was going to propose when Chris Harrison did that? I mean, I didn't, but a t a tiny little like for one millisecond, I was like, or was he playing the the reverse psychology on me because he said he wasn't going to do that? Is this really happening? It, like my mind was just spinning in that moment because we had already had the conversation of like like you wouldn't propose on tv again right and he's like no and i'm like okay and then like especially after you know it's like third proposal of the show it's like sean and nick and then like jason uh, getting down on one knee like we were like yeah don't do that so if he would have that would have been really weird and and terrible timing and obviously he wouldn't have listened yeah. so i didn't think so but i just couldn't no, nothing was going through my mind of what it could possibly be 
Like when he says your life's going to change, I'm oh, like, you know, the dramatics. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I should have known who I was talking to, Chris Harrison. He's like, your life is going to change forever. You are going to be in the audience for one of our live tapings. <laughs> Honestly, that's. <laughs> with all of those pauses he said something last night on jojo's it was like something about like a big surprise coming up and it was like they got them a wedding cake because they you know their wedding had to be rescheduled i was like all right that was nice but a little hyped up <laughs> oh my gosh i have i have jojo's recorded because i was like in and out of jojo season when it originally aired because it was still like too uh-huh. soon for me almost like i had like stress watching it and I got such bad anxiety so I, it was like Ben and Jojo's I had like a tough time watching so I wanted to watch last night but I have it recorded yeah it's it's funny just watching like her connection with Jordan was so clear you know it was like so different from everyone else's knowing them now it felt like he was her boyfriend and then there were all these other guys around <laughs> yeah totally um wait I had another question for you about Jason or I know we want to answer have you answer some emails with us but oh wait are you still watching Grey's Anatomy yeah what are you on I'm on season 11 it's I accidentally got into blacklist which I didn't think I was going to get into and now I like have such a hard time going back and forth between the two but no I'm still watching and I still am obsessed with it and I'm all, I'm like dreading the day I'm caught up um who's is anyone alive still everyone alive who's alive <laughs> Or who's not alive? Well, I'm still, I told you this on Instagram Live, I'm still not over George dying. That was just too soon for me. Like, one of my favorite characters, gone right away. Yeah. Not okay. Um, McSteamy is gone. Again, I was just starting to love him. And they, like, what? I was just starting to like him. I was like, you know what? Oh, bye. <laughs> Who else? Oh, and Lexi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like there's still... I thought for sure, um, what's her name? Um, gosh. Uh, C- Callie. Callie. I thought for sure Callie was gone after that uh, car accident. Oh, the music episode. And, <laughs> oh, the music episode. I don't. I don't trust the people who like the music episode. That's Listen, just. That's no judgment, up. but same. I don't trust them. <laughs> no, it's that just threw me off. I was like, I might quit here. <laughs> Um, but I can't, th- I feel like the majority of people are still alive, which scares me because I know something bad's going to happen soon. Yeah. I can't remember what season the, there's some darkness coming for you. I heard every time I tweet about it, I won't read the responses yeah. cause I don't want anyone yeah. spoiling anything, but I know a lot of people have just been like, Oh, like before the plane episode, I was like, I'm on this season. And they're like, Oh God, yeah. <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. I was like trying to go to sleep and I watched that episode. Like, and I hated that one. It was like too, it was like way too much. Too much happened. Too much tragedy. It was like death. Seriously. Arizona lost her leg. It was just a lot. I know. I still think about it. <laughs> Meredith was obviously just a champ. I know. She's always a champ. She's our, she's the hero of our hearts, truly. She truly is. I, I like want to be her. I, no, I know. I get it. I, I, I had this phase where I thought like, could I do medical school? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Because I asked um, like some of my girlfriends who are nurses. I was like, is it like this? They're like, no. I'm like, yeah. okay. I thought yeah, about save, having a quick career my, change. Time and money on that. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, are, do you have any dream? Okay, first of all, who's been your? Do you have any favorite guests that stand out from your podcast that you've had? Like where you're like, wow, that was a great interview, or wow, they were just amazing and so nice, or um, Ruthie Lindsay. Do you know who that is? No. Oh gosh, she's got a story. She is like literally the kindest soul you've ever met and if I were her I would be so like negative but she's the most positive person who's gone through hell in life like she got in like a huge car accident and they said like a one percent chance of walking and she went through all of these like traumas and then she was addicted to painkillers and she was in bed for five years and her dad like was the best human in her life. And then he like tragically fell down the stairs and died. And then during that time, she found out something was wrong with the surgery she went through. And they like, she had a wire sticking out of her neck and she had to do a surgery that's never been done in life before. And they couldn't afford it. But she didn't know, but all these people, her dad had helped silently through her whole life. He had like, donated money for people to graduate college or donated for a surgery or don't he just did good deeds throughout his whole life that all these people came back and paid for her bills her medical bills to like get this surgery and she like weaned herself off all this pain medication and now she's just like so grateful for life and her spirit is just incredible wow her full body chills she was she was really really incredible and then my other one of my other favorite ones was monica the medium oh yeah have you had her on i, I haven't but wait i no we had um she does like color auras uh michaela the myth, oh yeah, yeah mystic yeah. michaela yeah. oh i just talked to her yesterday we actually chat all the time i'm so fascinated by her um i'm going on her podcast soon because i just i love her so much she's yeah. awesome she's a great guest yeah. too yeah she's she, it's wild the like what she comes up with and the same with same thing with monica the medium she was blowing my mind on that podcast what so did she like with the medium they talk to people who have passed away yeah and i was like going into it first of all i didn't tell her that i was going to bring sean with me because sean is such a skeptic so i was like I'm not going to tell her just so he can like go in being like, hey, she doesn't know I'm coming. She's not like looking up information about me or whatever. And so I brought him in and she was kind she kind of seemed nervous. And I was like, well, we'll just talk about like being a medium. Like you don't have to read us. Like I'm not going to put you on the spot. We'll talk. And she in the middle of it, she was like, oh, Caitlin, I really wanted to like have something for you. She goes, but I'm just getting so much for Sean. And I was like, oh, OK, great. And that's what I wanted. And right before we went Sean wasn't with me. He went to take Tucker out. And I said out loud, I said, Sean's grandpa, like if you could come through, I know that would mean a lot to him and say something about cigar smoke because that's like how they feel like he's around. They'll get like whiffs of cigar smoke every once in a while. And so I just said it out loud. And then so she came on and she's just explaining like his childhood, um, like memories at his grandpa's home, like the steps and what the step looked like in this certain house and how she's saying the steps mean something to you and he's like yeah that's where we all used to hang out and she just kept saying all these things and then she was like I was like wow you're blowing my mind and we kept going and then she went to say something else and then she was like oh wait sorry I have to say something about cigar smokes like cigar he always had a cigar the smells cigar and I was like I just started crying I was like okay now this is crazy and he was like holy 
freaked. Like it was wild. So he, he like kind of had a change of heart. <laughs> he was he said at the end, he goes, I believe in you. I'm not sure about everyone else, but I believe That's you. Fair. So yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was Who's your dream. Like if you could just call up anyone and they would make it happen for them to be on the podcast, who would it be? If they would be super um, honest and like tell the truth about some things, I would want Ellen DeGeneres on. Interesting. What do you mean? Well, have you seen this? There's like a thread going around about how people have nasty stories yeah, about yeah. her. And I just, uh, first of all, I feel like so if they are true, there's probably like a reason, you know, or there's like something. I just want to hear her side of the story <laughs> of like, like her admitting them and like saying, yeah, I did that or but like that person really did have bad breath. So they needed to chew gum before coming to see me because like I get it. I don't if somebody kept coming and talking to me, and they had bad breath. I'd be like, hey, you want to just pop a piece of gum in your mouth before you come in here? Like, I don't know. And I just love her so much. And I want to believe she's like that kind soul who says be kind to everybody and gives back. And like and I just I just want to know. I just want to have like the most raw conversation with her yeah she'd be I mean definitely interesting I know how much you love her I forgot about that how much you love her (laughs) she's my hall pass (laughs) yeah (laughs) um (laughs) I know I think mine would be Jennifer Aniston I just love her I just like the whole time she's incredible staring smiling (laughs) it'd be a really terrible interview but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, because she would make you feel so I comfortable. I feel like she would. I just love her. Uh, I love her too. She's incredible. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. 
that brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Okay, so normally we have we just have our scrubbers um, email in like anything that they're needing advice on, and sometimes we give great advice, and then sometimes it's truly just we give no advice or it's not helpful at all. So, um, I thought it'd be fun to have you, you know, weigh in on some. Okay. I'll yeah. try. <laughs> yeah. some, I'll take a whack at they're it. They're kind of heavy and I'm like, that's way be above our oh, pay man. grade around here. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. Cause you're like, did, am I going to say the wrong thing? And like ruin someone's know. life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, Mark, whenever you're ready. All right, this is from Bree. My boyfriend told me last night he doesn't want kids. To be honest, I was pretty blindsided. We hadn't had a talk about it prior, but I feel there were plenty of opportunities for it to come up before last night. And if a friend hadn't made a comment about kids, who knows when he would have told me. I don't want kids anytime soon, but I know that I do want them someday and I'm not sure how to go forward from here. I can't imagine not spending the rest of my life with him, but no kids is a deal breaker. I'm 28 and the thought of starting over again also scares me. I don't know. I feel stuck. What would you guys do? Okay. How old is he is my question. Don't have that information. Let's assume he's of age, if not. Similar. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe his frontal lobe isn't fully developed yet and his mind could change. 
And then I'd, I would dig a little bit deeper into the why. Is there something traumatic that has like happened that makes him scared? Is he like have fears of being a dad? Is this thing, are these things you guys could talk through? I would dig a little bit deeper into the why. Do, so, okay. Let's Easton and his wife both do have decided like maybe they might change their mind and want kids, but as a whole, they have decided they don't want kids. The good thing for them is that they both feel the same right. way. Right. Easton, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I guess yeah. my question for you, Easton, is that you and Allison are on the same page. So it's obviously a very different situation. If Allison, like if while y'all were dating and things had gotten serious and you thought you were going to spend your life with her and she was like, I want kids. I know I want kids. It's a deal breaker. What would have been your response? Uh, um, I mean, that's that's it's such a, a fundamental difference. I think it's it's not like I like the Chargers and you like the Brewers kind of a thing. It's like it, it's like it's such right. a, a big part of a relationship. Um, that being said, you know, I, I think I've said on this podcast, our, our stance on it, like there are some days where we're like, oh, man, having a kid would be would be great. So like even we're kind of on the fence. Uh, and I, I do understand that people can grow and change. Um, so. If, if it were me, if, if she said, I definitely want kids. And at this point I'm, I'm at no, uh, I, I don't know. I would just feel bad about wasting her time, you know, like while, while I grow up, I, I feel like that's selfish of me, mm -hmm. like even understanding that I could probably grow and change and I, and my mind would change in a couple of years. I don't think that's fair to her. Yeah. And then you'd have a whole relationship full mm -hmm. of resentment. Exactly. You know, if you kept moving forward. So do that. you think you mm -hmm. do you th she should obviously have the conversation and say, I know for sure, 100 percent that I want kids. And if you're 100 percent sure that you don't want kids and you don't see that ever changing, then I think, you know, I think that we go our separate ways. And I I get that it's hard. But also, Caitlin, especially I'm 31 and I met my significant other like we started date. I never thought of my age being like starting over from something, you know, I just thought, okay, it didn't work out with my last relationship. And I wasn't necessarily in that age mindset, which I know that I'm, I know people do have that mentality of like, Oh, I have to be on a certain schedule of where my life is going. But you met Jason and like, you thought you had found the person you were going to spend the rest of your life with at what age? Yeah, that was 29, mm -hmm. 29. And like even I think the the thing with with uh, my last breakup was I felt very secure on my own and I was just like, I'll meet the right person when I do. And um, I mean, it helps that I have my eggs frozen and I highly recommend doing that. But um, that's when I was like, oh, OK, well, I. I'll find the right person when when that right person comes my way because I was like solid in myself and I try I didn't think about the age thing which I probably would have at the age of 28 but now that I'm like you know I've done a lot of work on myself and where I'm at so I feel like I'd be okay on my mm -hmm. own I also think you just you like sometimes it feels like that person's who you're gonna spend your life with and then once you you know, go your separate ways. You never know how quickly you can meet the person yeah. that ha has 
all those important things that you're looking for. You Especially, know, that's a big important thing that she wants. That's yeah. a life altering decision. And if you want to be a mom and you're like set on having a family, then like it's better to end that now and know just just know that somebody else will have all the things you need and want to be a dad. Yeah, and he and he he is not wrong for not wanting kids. Like he has every right to not want kids. I just think that you sh- if you stay with him with the expectation that he's going to change his mind, it will lead could very well lead to bitterness and resentment and just being frustrated that your expectations weren't met. And it's not his fault that they were met. No, it's 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 easy when you have something to blame, but it's not his fault. Yeah. Also, I think guys, you know, when if she were to leave him, if she were to decide to start over, I think he'd realize real quickly what he had and what he's losing, and he'd come around pretty quickly on kids. You so you think if she if she said, hey, if if you're not in the same boat as me with eventually having the potential of maybe wanting kids down the road. And then was saying, I think we go part ways. You're saying that maybe he would have a change of heart. I think Caitlin's right about his frontal lobe. And I think she'll say I'm at 100% and he'll say I'm at 100%. And then she'll say, okay, goodbye. And then they'll say, well, maybe I'm not well, quite Well, if he's 100%. selfless like Easton, he would say, I don't want to waste your time and have expectations that are not fair for either right. of us. Right, set him free. And if it's meant to be, it'll if happen. it's meant to be, it'll find its way back to you. That's right. That's and this one say. is anonymous. I've been in a relationship and engaged to a man since 2015. We have a beautiful three-year-old boy. When he turned one, a few months before our planned wedding, I found out my significant other was having an affair. We split for nearly a year and through prayer and counseling decided to give it another go. Things have been the best of the best and the worst of the worst since then. I have a fire lit in my gut. I know we aren't meant for each other. I keep sacrificing parts of myself to fit his mold. I have two questions and fears. I have no experience with divorce or co-parenting families. I don't want that for my son, but it's the best decision for me. How do I overcome this fear of letting my son down? And two, how do I have this conversation with my son's dad that he no longer fits my and beautiful dream for life? It's like, that is a well-written yeah. email. It's like a beautiful and heartbreaking yeah. reality. That is a heartbreaking reality. Like, I love that they gave it another chance mm-hmm. and tried to make it work. But you always have to, I mean, in my opinion, you always have to put the kids first. And that doesn't mean staying together because mm-hmm. so, you would want your child to see what a healthy relationship looks like. So if you can find that with somebody else and have that... Um, for your son to look up to then that's much better than staying with someone just to like protect your son you're not protecting him by doing that yeah but if you have a like saying you have a fire in your gut knowing that he is not it then you cannot stay that is never going to benefit your child because that's eventually going to end in some you know something's going to happen that's not good or healthy yeah um I don't know much about, you know, the process of being divorced or co-parenting, obviously, but I have watched so many people make it work and do it in a healthy way that actually makes, that is healthy for the child to see growing up. I mean, your parents are are both remarried, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I still saw like, 
like I looking back, I was a little selfish as a kid, but I was much older. I was like 16 telling my parents not to divorce. But oh, anyways, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, but I think also like if you can, you know, if you are emotionally mature enough to get through cheating, go to counseling and try and make something work that gives me the confidence to say that you'll probably do quite well co-parenting. That's a great point. Because <laughs> that being able to be like humble and selfless enough to say, I'm going to take you back and try to make this work for the sake of our marriage and what we signed up for by having a child together is a very mature, a very emotional, mature way of handling the situation. So I, I agree. That's a really good point. I'm sorry that happened though. That sucks. Yeah, um, I know. And remember, he cheated. Don't feel too bad when you tell him to hit the road. Well, we, yeah, don't feel bad about that, but we feel bad yeah. for her, not him. Well, for sure, but her second question was about how do I tell him? Yeah, you tried. You, you tried. Gave him. It sounds like y'all have a, if things have been amazing, but also horrible, it sounds like y'all have a good enough relationship as two people to be respectful towards one another, and it just didn't work romantically. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like I said, sometimes it's like heavy, but I, I do. I like what you said, Caitlin. Yeah. And I like what you said, Becca. <laughs> Thank you. Should we be therapists? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I think this has come to an end. I really appreciate you not only being on Scrubbing In, but co-hosting with me today. So fun. It was Truly a joy. <laughs> Truly. I lo- anytime. I love just coming on other people's podcasts. It's so fun. I'm going to tease that you're pregnant for the swipe ups. And, uh... <laughs> Perfect. I will uh, repost and have people freak out as well. I'll like tease that email we just heard, but also incorporate your name in there. So they're not really <laughs> sure what I'm talking about. Um, but I'm so happy for you. And I uh, can't wait to see you kill it on Dancing with the Stars whenever that happens and waiting for the next single about Jason and drinking your wine yes. and then going on your podcast tour. What are you writing a book or what? Uh, what? That's next on my list. Yeah, I'm going to put that on the back burner <laughs> right now while I dance, but I'll get to it. <laughs> Well, I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy for you. And um, thanks again for scrubbing in. Thank you. you. Love you. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. 
And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.